Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. You're pretending to know my name, but we've had a 45-minute discussion before the show even started, so I don't know what's just, going on here. Just chatting like two friends. We're just, just hanging out like old pals. Imagine it, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> People are going to think they're going to get sick of talking to each other. Like, we have a 45-minute chat before the chat. I, I, it might be bad for the show. I, I, look, I feel mm. I've used up all of my energy. Um, yeah, so what true. I'm going to do I'm going to give you nothing the rest of the show you were literally you were quipping like mad there during that short exchange oh, we had everything has to be a bit all the time <laughs> otherwise people won't like me Connor. but now <laughs> he was sweating he was literally sweating as I asked him how he was <laughs> I had a team of like 1960s style SNL writers <laughs> they were just firing bits at me left and right <laughs> I was like, wait, no, no, I'm doing this, Connor. <laughs> um, so, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. I, uh, you're sorry, you're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy uh, workshopping observational humour to look at any weird news. I'm, in, I'm excited to hear about your observational humour this week. As am I. Huh? Huh? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that in the set? What's the deal with punchlines? <laughs> it's like an existential crisis observational comedy he's <laughs> having a breakdown and you all paid money to see me <laughs> what's the deal with the triac structure of a joke 
setup. Something else. Punchline. <laughs> Misfire. Misdirect. <laughs> um, so, Sean, if this is your first episode tuning into Weird News, if you could give us a like and review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, it would really help us out. Um, and if you're coming back and you'd like to hear any other Weird News episodes we've done, we have a website, which is heroesforhire.e, where you can head on over there. And have you have every single episode we've ever done, all neatly aligned in yeah. all the different categories. And, and you can search them really easy. It's a, if, there, if there's something you're curious about, you want every Florida man story we've ever done, it's on the mm-hmm. website. Um, and, and there's a shop, there's a patron. It's all over there, Sean. It's all over there. One thing, <clears throat> and I don't mean to tempt fate on this, but I checked our Spotify rating, Connor. Uh, yeah. Currently, a crisp five stars. So <laughs> thank you to all the listeners. Please... Please, please don't make me regret Nothing will ever change. Said. That will never go down. <laughs> Nothing could ever go wrong. <laughs> and we're the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to um, use that. When we get cancelled, that's when yeah. they'll use that audio. And oh, then when you do an existential crisis joke, too far. <laughs> I just won't go too far with an existential crisis. <laughs> Um, so Sean one thing on weird news that we absolutely love and it's something that if you go to the website you can find hundreds of other episodes where we include shithousery now Sean if you had to describe to any of our new listeners what shithousery is what does what is shithousery in weird news terms most of the time it's technically not illegal like it's technically Mm. fine but it's an absolute dick move to do it but you do it with confidence, so no one can really be mad at you. Our favourite shithousery story we've ever done is the guy who played Benny Hill's, uh, the, the Benny Hill song, as he was being chased by the police around the police car. Um, and he, they, they were all running on ice. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, that's the perfect example of shithousery. It's like, just that extra little thing that he didn't have to do. But he did it. <laughs> well, I have Texas police this week, Sean, who have, they're seeking information on an utterly heinous crime that has, that has happened in Texas because shithousery has, has hit that state. Residents of, uh, of a Texas town were pranked into thinking that they would be getting a new Chick-fil-A, <laughs> local police officers say. What the fuck? <laughs> Is it? It's okay. What? What's so good about Chick Fil A? How devastated is this small town? <laughs> Earlier this week, the Wharton Police Department. Um, I like how this article. You can tell they have like a a word limit because it says earlier this week the Wharton Police Department in Wharton. Texas <laughs> that's me and you in every college <laughs> just dragging it all out just dragging it all out uh, posted pictures on Facebook showing a sign that had been put up at a major intersection the sign said coming soon Chick-fil-A with the hashtag eat more chicken now, that's a bold hashtag right there Wharton Wharton isn't actually expecting a Chick-fil-A location anytime soon and it was put there just to annoy and <laughs> create success suspense. But I would like to posit an idea, Connor. And I think that, fair enough, Wharton wasn't originally going to get a Chick-fil-A. Oh. But someone thought, do you know what we could do? Tempt the fates. If, tempt the fates. If we make everyone think we're getting a Chick-fil-A, reveal the whole thing as a hilarious prank... Town is devastated, makes national news. Who What's comes Chick-fil-A in to save the day? PR. 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 It's like, oh, poor people of Wharton. Uh, let's 
you know, let, let's give these people what they want. Let's give them the chicken they deserve. Also, I think Chick-fil-A is a bad company. I just want to get that out there. But first... <laughs> Are they? I, th- I think so. I think so. I okay. don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I think they're shitheads. We, we're Irish. We don't, we don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, they're bad in the not shit houseery way, as far as I oh, know. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, right, the right, bad right, kind right. of bad. Oh, no. But, <laughs> in but, the Ezra Miller kind of way. It, exactly. But... I genuinely think someone really wanted it and I think they've got the whole town on board and they're going to pretend to be crying and screaming and in bits over this non-Chick-fil-A and then they get the chicken joint that they really want. Well, it's funny that you say that because in the Facebook post, the police department wrote that it is actively seeking information on the identity of the infamous person who put this up. They say this heartless individual has strategically <laughs> placed a sign promising a Chick-fil-A coming soon. When in fact, there was no Chick-fil-A coming soon and has only raised and then disappointed the locals of this area. What else is going on in this town that this is what the police are focused on? <laughs> a witness said this act was utterly heinous and heartless. <laughs> it's Lads, it's a fuck. Like, it's a... <laughs> It's a chain chicken restaurant. The chief has allocated additional resources to find the source. It's not like he said, new children's hospital coming soon. (laughs) There'll be four murdered by midnight. The sign never said anything. You don't need resources. It's just just a prank, bro. Clean water finally arrives. (laughs) Get (laughs) him. See, like, I just... I love, this is, so one of our other favourite things, in addition to shithousery, is police departments communicating through Facebook. It's the way to go. It's the only way, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. to get an APB out. That's some police lingo <laughs> for you, Connor. Uh, but <laughs> I I just like how aggressive they are in this. That it's like, I, like they, they have wanted posters printed, definitely, yeah. for the person yeah. who put up the Chick-fil-A fake sign. Do you know why I think this is? And I think this is why they've come so hard on it. The chief, whoever they are, he or she, wanted a Chick-fil-A. Drove to work that morning. They seen the sign for Chick-fil-A. They went... Lips water. never heard of it. <laughs> Lips they water. There was a moment where they thought, I fucking love... Chick-fil-A and that's the best news I've ever heard my me and my loved one are getting divorced I hate it at home I hate work I hate everything about but that one thing that one piece of positive news is keeping me going on this dull dr- don't tell me it's a fucking prank oh fuck right can kill I, him the murder chief can we not just get you a KFC is that not just as good <laughs> I bring it back to death sentence. Find me whoever did this. Oh, I'm sorry. I was. I looked it up. By the way, uh, this isn't funny at all. But Chick Fil A, uh, the company has an opposition to same sex marriage. It turns oh, out, no. lads, oh. stop, stop that. Oh. You had a good gig going as oh. the premier chicken joint in this made up town in Texas. No, the town wasn't made up. The Chick Fil A <laughs> was made up. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the big gag. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chief the chief is still living in the town even though that's also fake this dude set up a fake town filled it with real people and then in his fake town didn't allow a chick-fil-a to be built but think about it, right think about it. how would he ever assume that the town was a prank if he's capturing like small miniature pranks if you do a mini prank within the big prank to go oh i've caught you 
there's I've solved it. You have that moment of, you know, I've done it. You have satisfaction. Yeah. Not realizing the game is a foot shot. The game is bigger than what you think it is. You, you're in that little locker in Men in Black. And then you open the door and, oh, it's Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. How are you doing? It's, it's the Truman Show. This man is living in the Truman Show, this police chief. Does that mean that, wait, does that mean we're inside or outside the Truman Show because we are talking about this police chief? That's a big question. Um, (laughs) Because also we we don't watch the Truman Show. Like we don't watch this police chief day on day. So maybe we're talking. That would actually add insult to injury if it wasn't even on TV. This man's just living in the fake town (laughs) doing no media. There's a fake Chick-fil-A in a fake town in a fake Truman Show. (laughs) He thinks he's on TV as well. He's looking around for the cameras. I just I just think this one small piece of news, it wouldn't really appear in weird news, to be honest, if it wasn't for the response that the police chief had, that they had to have extra resources. There's a heinous act. He and it was harsh. law. <laughs> they declared lockdown on this town because this one person held them all up to, just gave them all a dream. And the dream has been dashed, Sean. And I don't know what to do. I'm surely there's a, like a local chicken joint, though, that like really needs the business that no one goes to. No, they all hate that one. They want the Chick-fil-A. Because they said, well, there's no point in getting one there. I'll only ruin my future Chick-fil-A that I'll be getting soon, as the sign has told me. I need to preserve this palate <laughs> for the good old Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um, so, Sean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think this is one of those small things that nobody's caught who did this. This could happen again. I feel like this could be a new big thing in every major area. Or actually, it works better in small towns. Mm. Just put up signs for things that are coming, but they definitely aren't arriving. But, the, but what if they do, though? Because I've heard, like, my, my own small town as an example. The street where I grew up, for 18 years while I was growing up, I heard rumours that they were building a playground on the street, Connor. And what did I happen three years <laughs> after I moved away from home? After you grew up. After I grew up and could no longer fit on the slide. They built a fucking playground. Oh, I tried to fit on the slide, but I found out I couldn't, guys. <laughs> Apparently you get funny looks. All the mams push the strollers away all of a sudden. I said, I'm not here with a child. I am the child. <laughs> I was promised this, Maureen. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> They're not just leaving you alone, just you alone in the park on the slide. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> um, so, Sean, look, Shit House, we will keep you up to date whether this town, I mean, this it could turn into ruin. This could be the ruin of the town. Um, could be riots. There could be. Could be I don't could know. be like the purge. But it, very Chick-fil-A. similar to the. It could be the day after tomorrow kind of style it could be m- moon fall that's it's, what it's the moon could fall actually you could prank this chief that the moon is falling and he probably would believe it this chief's name is chicken little <laughs> why would he want a chick-fil-a near him that makes no sense father why are you serving me my father it's the family business <laughs> Um, so moving on Sean to our next piece of news and last week um, there was a little thing called Easter and this happened last weekend 
Um, is your weird news that a man rose from the dead after three days? That is not my weird news. But did you follow the Jesus H. Christ Twitter account this weekend? <laughs> no. Oh, fucking excellent. <laughs> fucking excellent. <laughs> what what did he get up to? Did he have a big weekend? <laughs> yeah. on, on Thursday, he tweeted out, uh, Judas has left the WhatsApp group. Don't know what's up with that. <laughs> It was like perfectly timed and then he stopped tweeting on Friday and he started tweeting again That's on Sunday. That's amazing. That's perfect. Oh man. I, was I did see a, with that. I did see an image of uh, Paul Dameron from Star Wars. Oh yeah. And he, and he was dressed as a Roman centurion and it said somehow Jesus returned. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> um, but Sean, what also happened at Easter was a bit of a mix-up. An Easter egg oh. mix-up. Because possibly the worst option for a mix-up. As parent dressed as Easter Bunny hands out condoms accidentally at Texas Elementary School. <laughs> no, but, but the listeners can't see it. But I just like put my hand over my mouth like like you, a, you a woman from the 50s yeah, <laughs> in a TV show. Um, that's... Not great. So the condoms were in eggs, or he just handed out condoms? Um, so they were in the eggs. So a Texas pair caused a, a fur? again. A, f- a furor. Furor. <laughs> how, how is it spelled? F-U-R-O-R. A furor. A furor. Not like furor, like furor. <laughs> There's a H in one of them. Um, this week, after handing out Easter eggs to kids at the Gullet Elementary School campus in Austin, most of the eggs were filled with candy, but a handful were packed with unopened condoms. Um, Good to specify only, unopened. We only found out from paired Nathan Jensen, a professor at the University of Texas and a father of three, said he was initially concerned when the school informed him via email of the incident. Taking to social media this week to tweet... Not sure this is if this is weird, um, but <laughs> I, I like how he's not sure if it's a weird. Maybe, guys, maybe I'm in the wrong here, but <laughs> am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> the um, what did he, oh, sorry, what did he say in the Facebook post? Uh, a parent showed up at my kids' elementary school dressed as an Easter Bunny during pickup. He handed out eggs, mostly with candy, some with unopened condoms. Not sure this is the Austin weird I signed up for, he said. There is a big campaign to keep Austin weird and just do weird shit in Austin. That's uh, true. So that's the thing. Um, yeah. So you got a couple of options here. Number one, this parent uh, intentionally put the condoms in there uh, mm. to cause havoc amongst the school. Number two is that this parent's friends heard that they were going to dress up as the Easter Bunny and go to the school, and they decided to fuck with them. Uh, and number three, it's actually it's actually worse. But go on. Oh, there's a reason. Oh, the, oh, there's a reason why we found out why this happened. It, it's not. No, <clears throat> it's it's not what I'm thinking, is it? What? It's not. It's 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 not some kind of bedroom game that was that was going to happen. <laughs> Fucking hell. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a fu- like, put that come on. Like I'm not I'm not the weird one for thinking that, okay? <laughs> what did they get out of that? <laughs> I don't know. But like it's it's themed, I suppose. Like I it, suppose. it's gotta get in the spirit. Like I don't know. 
According to a text thread, I'm going to stop you before you Please get arrested. <laughs> According to a text thread among Jensen and other parents at the school, it all seems to be, have been a mistake and a mix-up. Parents of the trade shared that the woman handing out the eggs, dressed as the bunny, supposedly works as a pharmacist and had dressed up as a bunny while overseeing a same safe-sex presentation at a nearby clinic. Jensen says she then went to pick her second grader up from school while still wearing the costume. Ended up getting mobbed by students at the school to whom she started handing out candy. Running out of supplies, this is where we find the culprit, she looked over to her left and called her husband for help and said, go get the extra candy from the car. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) And and lo and behold, he accidentally grabbed the wrong eggs and chaos ensued, (laughs) Jensen says. Would you not label the box with the condom eggs, though? (laughs) I mean, here's it. Who do you blame? Because, look, we we know who to blame, but... Yeah, I think no one's the asshole here, though. Like, it's... it was That's a genuine accident and mistake. Yeah, unless, that's what's funny. Unless the husband thought, this'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we bring it up, Sean. I, here's the thing, we need to all ask ourselves one question. That husband knows there's an egg with condoms in that car. And yeah. he also knows there's an egg with candy in that car. Yeah. Do you not think when he got to the car, he thought to himself, be some laugh? Like, yeah, because, right, if you, like, like, they were both in the car together, like, presumably he knew that his wife was at this same-sex demonstration. Also weird to do that dressed as a bunny. Uh, that's just, I just think that's, that. what does that have to do with anything? But, like, would you not open one of the eggs first just to check which yeah. box you're plucking from? So he would open it and he would look at the chocolate and then he would look at the condoms and yeah. then think to himself once again, ah, yeah, but... What if I just put laugh. in one? What if it was just one? <laughs> and then he got he got a hand. <laughs> put in just one. And then he's like sitting there twiddling his thumbs like, yeah, but what is that funny though, is it? It's not- one, one could be attributed to like, oh, the kid is just playing a joke. Yeah. What if I put 10 in? I just need I just ten random ones. Like she's giving out hundreds. Like it's only ten. Like it's not that bad. They're Jesus. Never find it. They're never gonna find it. <laughs> imagine if that happened in Ireland. That would make the national news. <laughs> like without a shadow of a doubt that Death would be sentence. on the main news. That that like, man would never make it. That man that man would be crucified. <laughs> and none would beat him up. Yeah, there would have to be a whole big public apology. And even if it was a pure accident. Yeah. There would be murder with the parents at that school. I, I I think that's just because every primary school in Ireland is mostly Catholic. So that is true. They're all ran by some priest or nun, or set up by a priest or nun. So you're bringing unused condoms onto the lot. You, you're... <laughs> Jesus is coming for you. There was once in my primary school, there was a oh, condom opened on the playground. Uh, <laughs> and everyone played a game of who can jump over the condom. <laughs> This so. is what happens when you don't have a park. <laughs> if I had a playground, by God, I would have jumped over that condom so high. 
<laughs> I would have been practicing every day. <laughs> would have ran through it, so it was. What, what did you do in school today, Sean? Oh, you're not going to fucking believe this, man. You're actually not. Oh, it's outrageous. Me um, and the boys invented a new game, you see. <laughs> old condom jump. <laughs> and I won. <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And we're moving on to a bear. Um, now, I think Sean, we're I not moving story. on. We're not moving on to Hank the Tank. Just don't oh. get excited, right? Okay. But Hank, Hank the Tank, the tank is bear. one of the favourites of the show. We, we've we covered him a few times. But he's Hank. He's a tank. And he robs houses in America. He's yeah. a bear. He's a bear. He might be three bears as well. Is that Was that a story we had? It's a, I'm not quite sure of his superpowers. But yeah, he can split into three. I think it's, <laughs> it could be a family affair. I'm not quite sure. A family of bear. Oh, um, <laughs> But I have a bear walks 150 kilometres home to a bruzo town three weeks after being returned to natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Simpsons meme of Barney being thrown out of Moe's, but it's a bear walking away from a town. Um, an errant bear has reappeared in his favourite Italian town after a fa- failed attempt to rewild him. The two-year-old Marsican brown bear, affectionately known as Juan Carito, walked Ooh. 150 kilometres home. Um, to a small mountain town in the Abruzzo region, bypassing several other towns along the way. That's kind of adorable, because he's like, no, I want to go home. And um, he, he must be so confused about why everyone drove him out of there. <laughs> I think the best part of this article is, Carito was spotted outside the train station on Tuesday morning. <laughs> he was trying to argue that he should get a child ticket, because he's two. <laughs> But I have to get two child tickets because my arse just won't fit otherwise. I also like how this article refers to him as Carito, like like by his last name. Yeah, well, I'm Mr. Carito. Um, he was spotted outside the train station on Tuesday morning, I suppose, after getting an early train in. Uh, three weeks after being taken back to the mountains, following a spell in an enclosure, as experts endeavour to adapt him to his natural environment. So, he's more adapted to city life, Sean. He's, he's not adapted to the wild just yet. He, he wanted to go home, so he got the train home. No, he, he, got, he got the train home because it had Wi-Fi on board and he needed to, to check his socials, of course. Like He's popping off on TikTok. <laughs> a bear... A bear would do... Like, if there was a TikTok that was just about a bear doing things, that's going to blow up. I don't know about... Like, I, don't, I don't know what the people born after 2000 are interested in. But, Sean, I can tell you, bears, that yeah. has to be the interest of everyone. Yeah, sure. I mean, surely, like, there's one thing that everyone's into. Not bears, bionicles. I'm fairly sure anyone born after 2000s would still like a bionicle. You know what freaked me out the other day? Go ahead. Over Easter weekend, right, we went down to the pub. It's in Ireland. You know yourself. It has, <laughs> has to, to be go. done. Right, and somebody mentioned that the bouncers, when they were checking for age cards, people coming in, they were looking for two thousand and four as the birth year. Oh no, no, that's four years ago, Connor. No, you see, they said two thousand and four, and my brain went, "Why are they looking? Sure, those people are going to be te- oh, <laughs> oh, they're eighteen. <laughs> oh no, that's mad, actually. Jesus." <laughs> Well, thanks for that, Connor. Uh, yeah, look, I did. I wanted to tell you that we're all slowly edging towards death. Just in a well, actually, probably not slowly because no, you know because the planet. Uh, <laughs> no, death comes for us all. Uh, <laughs> Good self to jokes here. Weird news. 
the weirdest news is you probably are going to die someday. <laughs> I did see a thing and it was just like, did you, and look, this might be me. Uh, yeah. Did you get really, really panicked as a five-year-old when you found out the sun was going to explode in five billion years? Um, I remember being terrified of swine flu. <laughs> <laughs> or bird flu. Bird flu. Did you have foot and mouth disease? Not did you have it, but did you like experience? I didn't, I didn't have either disease. What I'm saying is when I was young, I was like, I don't know, eight. I was like, we're all going to die from bird flu. Like, <laughs> this, this is it. This is the end. And then you lived through an actual pandemic. Yeah, I, well, that didn't scare me as much. <laughs> but when I was eight, I was like, nah, this is the end. Like, this is it. And I, I've had a good run, but this is I it. I remember asking my dad, I was like, are we going to die? And he was like, no. He was like, well, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Then he went into the whole thing. Have you heard of Sunday's exploding? Because <laughs> there's a lad called Sean. He has a very good podcast. <laughs> you should know him. He's good on slides. Um, so the bear uh, was a regular visitor to the town. It became a social media star after breaking oh. into a bakery last November and eating a batch of freshly made biscuits. The did we talk about that? Maybe we did. Um, that rings a bell somehow. <laughs> the break-in led to him being captured and banished to the remote area in the mountains. They banished him. <laughs> so they capture him. He's been stealing from the bakery. They say, yeah. We're, you're banished out of this town to the mountains. He says, that's no bother, lads. I'll go. No no worries. I'll go. No troubles. No yeah, troubles. Just, I'll walk um, away. I've got my little handkerchief tied on the, a stick. The minute they all get leave, they all leave him in the mountains. They all fuck off home. He takes that moment and goes, just wipes off his shoulders. Time to go home, lads. There's well, nowhere else to go. I've probably been banished for long enough, I think. Has anyone ever seen the video Homeward Bound? <laughs> oh, I'm going to watch that movie and I'm going to go home. I have that movie at home on my DVD player. <laughs> I'll go get it. <laughs> the, um, and are the town letting him stay? Are they letting him return or does he have to go back to the oh, world? Sorry. I do apologise. He was soon back after being banished the first time, leading to a second capture in early March, and then he was banished again. He's and this been, is the second time he's come back. He's been banished twice. <laughs> he has often slept among the pine trees at the entrance to the town <clears throat> of about 1,500 inhabitants. So the town is basically tiny. And Yeah, and this is, I mean, that is big news for the town if just the mm. bear is back. <laughs> you know something of 1,500 people. Aside from the, like, bakery, though, like, he does he, he seems to genuinely like the town. Like uh, he, well, he goes on search for food, he rummages through bins, he dines off leftover pizza and sandwiches, and drinks from fountains. He's also been noted for his fr- playfulness and friendliness towards dogs. So, like, it sounds all good in my book. You know, food waste, big problem these days. Yeah. Dogs, excellent. Mm. What's not to love about this bear? Yeah. Um, it's a bad thing to say from a nature point of view, but for him, it seems natural to be in the town where there's activity, where there's people, where there's other animals. He's just a city slicker. He's a city slicker. He can't handle the quiet life in the country. It's not for everyone. It's not for <laughs> everyone, Connor. It seems okay for a while, but like a week or two. But then you have to go back to the real life shot. You have to go back to the job and the and the phone and uh, you know you know how it is. Uh, no, are you okay? You are right <laughs> okay. <laughs> You might have an existential crisis while you're there, but I don't know, Sean. I'm just going to throw hypotheticals out. You might be left alone with your own thoughts for, oh, a second and just completely snap. <laughs> oh, man. You might be taught to be completely okay on the outside, but on the inside, you are really boiling. You are really suffering. Now, that is just, you know, 
out of blue, I'm kind of coming yeah. up with this off the yeah. top of my dome. Despair might try to express his feelings through a complex bit in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> if he's there doing a podcast and does it better than us, I'm walking. I, Dude, leaving. it's a bear. Of course it's going to do better oh, yeah, than us. True. People would tune in. People would tune in. Just interviewing a bear. Especially if he's got that TikTok pop-off fame, Sean. He's... So we're getting those downloads. He's like that man who likes trains a lot on TikTok. Have you seen this dude? I haven't. Sean, you know I don't understand TikTok. That's but please fair. continue. That's fair. Uh, well, as, as head of the Heroes for Hire TikTok, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this guy, he's really into trains. He does train spotting. And his whole gimmick is that he had a camera and it like shone on his face and it made his face look real weird and distorted. Um, I yeah. think I've seen an image of him. You definitely have. You definitely mm. it have. It transferred Sorry. over to Twitter. It, oh, it, it, it crossed mm. the border between mm. social mm. medias. But mm. now he, uh, I think he did a, he went to like Fashion Week or something like that. He's best friends with Joe Jonas uh, because Joe Jonas is really into trains as well. Uh, so he's just, he's living his best life. I love life. the Jonas Bros. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> What's that song you really like by the Jonas Brothers? Oh, no. <laughs> is it burning up? Uh, no, not burning up. Um, oh, it's after the newest album. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's well, good it's not one. new anymore. It's Sound like four years old. Fire. Uh, no, because they played it at the at the awards, the music awards. And it's a very good live rendition, Sean. I'll just let you know. <laughs> the pyrotechnics, Sean. It's, they're unreal. It's, it's like their their latest hit, and I'm after forgetting the name. Who's um, in your? Oh, is it Sucker? Yes, it's Sucker. Good. But but they played they played a bit of Nick, then they played a bit of Joe. And then they went into soccer. It was all very excellent. What about Kevin? What about Kevin Jones? Kev was there. He was playing a guitar. He was Kev playing was a guitar too. Yeah, he was doing his bit. <laughs> Look, what can I say? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a man of culture, Sean. You know this about me. Are you a Kevin Jonas stan, would you say? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a stan for anyone. I'm just like, Jesus, fair play to the lads. Good, just, good job. They're doing well for themselves and they're, and they're all together. <laughs> I'm terrible because someone could be like, I hate that thing you love. And I'm like, yeah, all right, fair enough. It's probably a bit shit. Like. That's fine. That's fine. Doesn't change my opinion. <laughs> I think it's grand. <laughs> Solid 7 out of 10. <laughs> like if it's a 7 out of 10, I'll take that. That's, that's absolutely fine. Um, but Sean, getting back to the bear. Because yeah, yeah. they have to figure out what to do with it. Because the bear wants to be in the town. Although it seems he only missed it to a ser- certain extent. Because for three weeks, he substantially lived as a bear. Eating food in his natural environment. And didn't go close to homes. Nor did he search in, f- in bins for food for those three weeks. However, right. he is back. And his movements and behaviour will continue to be observed. Before a decision is made to recapture him. Or if they will recapture him. Shall what do they do here? I mean... I think you just have to learn to you have to learn to live with the bear. I think mm. like because uh, like if the bear behaves himself, isn't going through people's bins, you know, isn't causing hassle, just let him live. Let him just walk around the town, say hello to people. If he's eating the leftovers, I don't think that's a bad thing. I th- yeah, I think if your leftovers are easily accessible to a bear, that's on you. Don't leave. <laughs> also, leftovers. I think they should they should leave their food easily accessible to the bear. I because it- I mean he's going to eat. Yeah, give the bear a little spot where he can safely eat and consume leftovers. Just give, put, like a get, buffet table. Like a buffet table that tips For up into his mouth. Uh, <laughs> give him a little armchair and little cap that he can doff yeah. as he passes the ladies on the street. It'll be lovely. <laughs> We're not trying to tell you how to live your life in this town, but I'm just saying, 
we've got some pretty good ideas. I swear to God, if one of the listeners out there is from this town, yeah. can you just please play this section of audio to your local town council. To your Italian town council, who probably can't understand a word we're saying. Yes, but to be fair, most English-speaking town councils yeah. couldn't understand what we're That's saying. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking in my head. Very yeah, few, yeah. even even Irish councils yeah. are struggling right now. Even us sometimes. We have Sometimes we have problems. I listen in and I go, that lad, he's not even speaking English. He's, just, <laughs> he's got a big bag of marbles in his mouth. I've done it in the past where I've genuinely I've slowed myself down in the edit a little bit uh, mm. because I've just I, I've just run like 14 words together. Oh, we should mention somebody on TikTok mentioned TikTok like three times and we're not getting paid by them. Um, it just popped <laughs> into my head that uh, somebody mentioned that you sound like Chris O'Dowd on one yeah, of the videos. <laughs> every time. I think because I, I think I told you on holidays, someone told me I sound like Chris O'Dowd yeah. as well. It's it's an epidemic. Like what's? I, I don't think I sound like Chris O'Dowd. Is the I issue? Think I think you saying that sounded like Chris O'Dowd. No, no, yeah. we're, from, we're from completely separate parts of the country. But at the same time, I think your brothers. I I don't know what it is, but I, I feel have like a brother. He doesn't I, sound like Chris O'Dowd. Ah, he's, ah, he's not very great though. Chris O'Dowd's great. <laughs> My brother listens to the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Chris O'Dowd might. <laughs> I think if you played an audio of you and an audio of Chris O'Dowd back to back, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Well, you would, you would, but I wouldn't. That's a lot. You've heard me talk more than anyone in my life at this I've point. I've never heard you talk. That's a complete lie. What? <laughs> I've been shit. guessing. I've been guessing this whole time. I am stellar at improv, Sean. You are on mute, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Follow so, us on TikTok, by the way. Uh, Sean, what are, what are your thoughts on this bear? Do we do we leave give him it? the town? Give him the town. It's his ha- it's his town now. Give him the key to the city and just look let him at roam me. Around. I don't think they have a key if they've only got fifteen hundred people. Give him the I don't know the loosely tied cord of the city. <laughs> Rawr! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you only speak there excellent thank you um, we're moving on to our next piece of news Sean and not often do we have something that the Venn diagram comes together for weird news and movie Mondays and Florida Man because oh. what I have is the perfect amalgamation for all three of those things that we like Florida Man watches Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times sets world record I mean, that's too many times. And I love Spider-Man. Florida Man has, is getting in on the movies of the, M- the MCU action. What, what do we think of this? Because if Florida Man starts taking over our area, I'm not going to be happy. That's true. But, but you're, yeah, can't, we, we need to think bigger, my friend. Mm. Heroes for Hire, Florida Man collab. Talking about a movie. Oh my god. It's the only way to do it. I mean, the downloads will be, I, I can only assume, tenfold. Ten, tenfold. If not, twenty. If not, th- if not. <laughs> okay, yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> Some Marvel Cinematic Universe fans take their movies viewing seriously to, like, an, extre- an extreme degree shot. So not like you, you idiot, who only fucking sees it casual. once or twice. Like casual. you're a fucking a little bitch boy, as they say. But wow. this Florida man, <laughs> this Florida man, 
uh, we decided to see Spider-Man No Way Home, a record 292 times. Is this on um, streaming or is this in the cinemas? Um, he he watched a new Spider-Man film for 720 hours, which is 30 days, technically, uh, between December 16th, 2021 and March 15th, 2022. That's too long. Mm. He doesn't enjoy it by the last one. Like, about 20 viewings in, I think, you'd get tired of it. Even 20 is a lot. If you're watching it back to back, because he's if going you, screen in one to screen two, back to screen one, I can only assume. Or is he, though? Or is he doing... Because if he did, like... I mean, actually, yeah, it would need to be, like, two or three times a day mm. to see that. What? How does he... How, what, how does he fund this? Does he have a day job or friends? In order to qualify for the record, Alan has had to watch the movie in theatres and independently of any other activity. This meant he could not check his phone, sleep, or even take a bathroom break while the film was playing. That's awful. That's Why would you do this to yourself? What does he get for it? <gasps> it must be watched to full completion, including the credits. He He's said. got those memorised by oh, now. Oh shit! He knows who did sound design number five. <laughs> that's that's twisted though. Like and and the, the cinema was fine with. I mean, they were getting paid bank, presumably. Oh yeah, they were. They didn't give a shit. But but he's the first one to set this record, right? So this is the world record for seeing uh, more cinema productions attended of the same film. So it could be any film. That He's broken the world record. But that film's like two hours and 40 minutes long. Yes. Why not pick like some 90 minute shit fest? <laughs> Die Hard. Die Hard's 90 minutes, isn't it? Is it actually? I don't know. I think the movies in the 80s and 90s were a fucking breakneck. Movies used to be a lot shorter. Mighty Ducks. All right? Yeah. We, you watch Mighty Ducks, you get more viewings per day. So overall, you have to watch it for less days. I have a better one. Go ahead. Mask of the Phantasm, 70 minutes long. A brisk 70 minutes. 70 minutes, boy. You get a few shows. I could watch that not 292 times, maybe 10. Yeah, but, then but you, you could do those 10 in one day is the thing. You could, and then you'd be you'd never want to watch it again, really, when you think about it. No, it, it would ruin the whole experience for you. Do you think like, he hates Tom Holland? Probably. I think he genuinely might dislike... Mm. Like, I, I assume he picked this movie because he's a big Spider-Man fan. I think he fucking hates Spider-Man now. He had to submit every ticket stub from the movie for consideration, along with a statement from a theatre attendant after each viewing, confirming that he watched the film in its entirety. He says he watched Spider-Man No Way Home in back-to-back screenings for three months until his movie theatre stopped showing the film. But that's... Also, those those cinema attendants, they don't give a shit. Like, surely they would just sign the form anyway. Uh, (laughs) What this means is, like, the Batman came out, and this dude didn't watch it. No, he didn't have time. He did not have time, Sean, because Alanis watched five screenings every day for the first few weeks of the film release. He told Guinness the late night showings were hardest as he experienced headaches after having already watched the movie four times that day already. That like at what point does it become torture? Because you would just you he has no communication with the outside world for most mm. of the day. Like does he have a family? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's a very good question because the previous world record holder was him. Because he's oh, seen shit. Avengers Endgame. That's longer! Three hours, Sean. He watched it 191 times. Oh, and so he was like, no, I'm going to... I'm going to beat my own record that no one else is close to beating. Well, the previous record was 108 times. Some, a woman in Australia watched Bohemian Rhapsody 108 times. That right. poor woman. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, best um, editing. <laughs> Savage editing. <laughs> Great stuff, though. Great shot at the end. Great scene. <laughs> at the end, yeah. Yeah. Of the full film. <laughs> <laughs> but 191 showings of Marvel's Endgame. Avengers Endgame is outrageous. 292 showings. A full 101 more showings of, of Spider-Man No Way Spider-Man Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good film, but it's not that good. I don't he's, think any film's that good. He estimates he spent around $3,500 on movie tickets over the three months. How much do you win if you set a world record? I don't think you win anything. What? Why bother? <laughs> And don't fame. say pride or fame. It's where's where's the where's the cold hard cash, Connor? <laughs> well, the cold hard cash is going to the cinema, and you are not making any because you're spending money to see the movie to break a record you already own. So why would they give him money if he's already the world record holder? How does he? Where does he get the money from? Support? Maybe he's he's got like support me. Go fund me. I I'll go break my own world record kind of thing. But he has to. He has to break his own record. But he could just break it by one. No one else is trying to break this record. Surely. Ah, <laughs> oh, I figured it out because in two thousand and twenty-one, Alanis's mm. title was temporarily unsurped by Arnois Klein who watched the film, oh no, Camelot first installment Premier Volet 204 times. That's definitely like a 40-minute movie. Hang on. Camelot first installment. And slash Premier Valet. Premier Valet. Sorry, the, <laughs> my keyboard is right next to my microphone, by the way. I so. think it adds to the ASMR. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, first of all, that film made $22 million at the box office, so... He so if they've seen it 204 that. times, they probably were about 10% of that. Yeah, indeed. Uh, it's not giving me... Where's the runtime, boys? Come on. <laughs> we need the runtime. Um, can I just put runtime at the end of the Google search? I mean, I that? suppose Google has to know everything. Runtime two hours? What? What? <laughs> I mean, why are these people doing this? <laughs> what is a... Sh- Shortest theatrical <laughs> release. Here we go. Uh, Disney's The Kid is 68 minutes long. It's actually, no, it's The Kid from 1921. That's 68 minutes long. Batman Mask of the Phantasm, I think, is 71 minutes long or some shit. That's, yeah, and that's that's class. That's a breeze. Yeah. Toy Story, 81 minutes. That's fine. I'll do a load of that. I mean... Are you going for this world record, is what I'm telling you. Florida man has it currently. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to win. 
is the thing. The problem, As, oh, well, the, here's the thing. You're dealing with Florida man. So no matter what you put up, he's going to put up more because he's got crazy on his side. That is, he does have crazy on his side. I've never thought of it that way. Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, right? Great movie. S- great movie. 91 minutes, right? Mm. Do you think it would ever stop being funny? Yes. Okay. <laughs> How far in? <laughs> Okay, see, it's different from watching a movie once a year and it's still being funny. Yeah, yeah. you could watch a movie once a year or maybe once every six months, still funny if it's one of your favourite movies. You watch a movie back to back to back to back to back to back to back. You finish one showing, you go to the bathroom, you come back in, movie starts again. Yeah. I think it's got to be like six shows before you hate everyone in in the movie. Yeah, just on attention span even, because you're just bored. At a certain point. But he's not get to the point that you're bored and then it might get good again after like showing 100. Do you, but, uh, but do you think he's actively watching it past a certain viewing? Like, or does he just kind of glaze over and just like meditate for two and a half hours? I think you probably will meditate. I think you just glaze over. And yeah. there'll be a short few shows where you just say every word back to them before they say it, just to keep yourself amused. Yeah, I think I feel even if you could like walk around the cinema while it's playing, but he's seeing it with other people. It's the thing. It's not a private it, screen. I think he's tortured himself. I think it is because I I love watching movies. I hate going to the cinema because <laughs> it's ruined by other people. Yeah, so, well, other people are there. But imagine, yeah, and that's that's the first mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine doing that two hundred and ninety-two times, like because. And it's it's a juxtaposition because one of the best cinema experiences I ever had, aside from one dude, was when I watched The Predator and I saw it at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. And there was I one remember. other there was one other dude in the cinema with me wearing a Predator shirt, and he <laughs> sat way too close to me. And if he hadn't been there, I think I might have liked The Predator. <laughs> I don't think that's true. First of all, I know <laughs> The Predator is bad. But secondly, that's like the like there's seven year idols and you go to the one at the far left and the person walks past them all and goes to the one beside you. Yeah. How are so you doing? Dude, dude, why? There's a code. <laughs> there's always one in the middle. That's the same with chairs. If there's an empty cinema, you sit in the middle. There's no way they can sit in the same row. There's like one other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you go like four rows down or four rows up. That's how it yeah. works. Yeah, I just look, we're not telling you how to live your life, but this Florida man is clearly crazy. But we're finishing off a Florida man, Sean, because okay. I have one question, and I think it's a good question for you for Florida man. How many golf carts do you have to steal to get a two year prison sentence? That's a. Mm. That's a. I mean, mm. depends on who you steal it from, I suppose. But I would say two? Well, one Florida man fucked around and then he found out, shot because oh. the most prolific golf car thief in history, at least that we've heard of, <laughs> has been sentenced to two years in prison, shot. How um, prolific is prolific? <laughs> it's a simple equation. You do the crime, you do the time. And if you do that crime over and over and over, you do more time. Such is the case for Nathan Rodney Nelson, a Florida man who admitted to stealing or trying to steal 84 golf carts over a four-year span. (laughs) Over a four-month span? Year span. Year span, excuse me. I mean, yeah, that's pretty fucked, mate. 
This is like the man who stole all of the bikes last week. Yeah. It's like, what are you getting out of it past number just the, three? Just the sheer thrill of it. Just, of stealing a golf cart. They're difficult to steal, though. As you as you can probably guess, Nelson isn't a golf cart collector. Instead, selling the vehicles on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. So if you've purchased a golf cart via those two sites recently, don't be surprised if you have to give it back. I mean, okay, that makes more sense than the bike thing because he was actively selling them mm. and making profit off it. Yeah. Uh, Where does this man have such a ready <laughs> supply of golf carts? I mean, I assume he lives beside this, <laughs> the, the course. According to the New York Times, Nelson usually sold the carts for two and a half grand, or about half of what they're actually worth. A scheme he concocted because his home inspection business was struggling. It's estimated that 70 plus golf carts the 46 year old stole are worth $222,000, or a quarter of a million dollars pretty tidy little sum there mm. uh, also if someone is buying a golf cart for less than half price they know it's stolen where did it come from where did it come from don't ask questions yeah uh, Nelson became the target of the FBI after a North Dakota the FBI sh- the FBI Sean Florida man at the FBI <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> do you know how much of a Florida man you have to be to get the FBI get on board? The feds involved. Um, after a North Dakota sheriff's office realised the thefts might be connected. So they were just investigating them as like 80 different crimes. And then someone said, wait a minute. Someone swept on. all the papers together by accident. <laughs> and the chief was just like, my God. <laughs> He wound up getting caught because the phone number associated with his alias was also his own phone number. It was his real number. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Florida man. Florida man. You do so many crimes that you get away with and then you're caught by the stupidest thing. I it's mean, always the way. How do you have the brains to steal 84 golf carts and make quarter of a million dollars but still think, I'll put my real phone number on this because the... They might need to contact me. Yeah, they might just... Yeah, because I need to arrange the sale, clearly. Uh, He also left some scorecards and pencils in the carts that tied them back to where he was stolen Oh, my God. (laughs) He gave them an address and a phone number to find him. (laughs) The perfect crime. It's just too easy. Do you think the FBI were laughing? (laughs) Definitely. Absolutely they were. They were like, oh, okay, anyone fancy a trip to New York? <laughs> These lads are trying to ca- catch criminals, like serial killers. And they're like, right, he left his phone number and all the addresses he stole them from. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I imagine like they went to the lads who are still trying to solve the Zodiac killer. And they're just like, oh, these guys need a win. Give him the golf cart, man. Give him Florida, man. <laughs> let him let him just use the handcuffs once. It's completely just an unfair fight of FBI versus Florida, man. Like, it's just not... It's like a soccer match, but it's like professional football. It's the lads from Man United playing, like, a school of undertakes. Playing me. Playing me <laughs> on my own. That being said, Nelson got away with this for a very long time by usually stealing only two carts at a time at night from golf courses across several states. He also had access to common ignition keys, so he would break in, steal two carts in the dead of night, move away, never go anywhere near that golf cart, the golf course again. Golf course again. And just 
So, and the, the courses would just report him to local police who would look locally for two golf carts. Exactly. And he's not in that state. It is the perfect crime. I mean, Florida man is laughing the whole way back to Florida. How does he transport him back to Florida, though? If he has to, if he has a truck, this man's a genius. But I like the idea of Florida man driving them home from different states. He like, he, yeah, he must have parked the truck fairly far away, yeah. and then drove the golf cart past all the security cameras in the golf course into the truck, and then just took off. <laughs> in 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 his uh, report, in his final words, his lawyer wrote, "It became easier and easier for him to stray from his long-held moral compass." <laughs> And once he started stealing the golf carts, it just became much too easy. Maybe so, but that's a lot of straying, I would say. It is, yeah. You, there, there's stealing... I would say one golf cart is straying from your moral code. <laughs> Two at a push. Yeah. 84. And you're selling that's, them? Yeah. We're well past moral codes here. <laughs> this is a Breaking Bad level descent into villainy. <laughs> Florida man, I I like the idea that he stole one. Anyway, that is that was really easy. Like that was too easy. That was way too fuck. I could make a living doing this. Like this is so easy. I mean, I have a key. It's a common ignition key. I just need to walk up to the golf course at night, put it in, drive away. Nobody Uh, ever stops me. I think, and you can time code this look back Mm. on it in five years yeah okay I think they're going to make a Tiger King style Netflix documentary (laughs) about this story (laughs) tell me I'm wrong Connor tell me I'm wrong (laughs) what's the angle (laughs) good man you watch a good man fall from grace we've all seen Macbeth you know Uh, you gotta you gotta gotta build him up and then you gotta knock him right down because his home inspection business failing it's failing. What's he going Des- to do? It's breaking bad all over again. Breaking bad all over again. Yeah, yeah. Out of desperation, he steals one golf cart. Cool two yeah. and a half G's in his hand. Oh, that's oh. easy. But what? Are, my kids, they don't have any shoes, Sean. I oh. have to send them to school in Florida. Well, I mean, it's quite warm, so that's okay. Mm. Uh, that's true. But yeah, well, you, you can buy him some shoes with your golf cart money, but they're expensive yeah. shoes. Yeah. You only have enough for one shoe. I don't have enough money, Sean. You know, you're going to have to... Mm. Steal two golf carts at a time to buy a pair of shoes. Like, his legs just wide out with, like, a big Y, just two ignition keys going as he tries board at the same time. <laughs> He's just some kind of, like, uh, who's that man? He, he, he stood between two trucks for a stunt advert thing. Shit, what's his name? Oh, Hulk no. Hogan. No, not Hulk Hogan. He is one of those punchy men who used to be popular. Punchy men? Who, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. <laughs> it was him. I knew it wasn't Stallone or Arnie, so it has to be Jean-Claude. The only one coming to my head was uh, Stallone. <laughs> Jean-Claude, he's a very punchy man. Very punchy man, very kicky man as well. He's got a it very, all. Oh, he's got it all. A strong kick. A, a strong kick on the lad. not like um, to receive a kick from him or any person. I'll be honest, don't kick Sean, I think that's it for weird news this week. What a week of weird news, Connor. Um, Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash 
Here's for Hire podcast. Shoutouts, of course, go to Waffles the Waffly Waffles, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Groyer Moe for a Bro Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, have you been hurt from a bad movie con? Have you been hurt from a bad movie? Contact me and Lawler, attorneys of better movie ideas, McGrew. Like that golf cart boy idea movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did anyone else have a stroke just now? Uh <laughs> The, um, no, sorry, I forget how to read sometimes. Yeah. Um, I love the question of, are, did anyone else have a stroke right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a common thing we all shared? Yeah? Good. Feels better. Feels better. I won't go to a doctor now. Uh, thanks to Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle Brown, and Michaela Doty. New patron, Michaela Doty. Uh, if I'm saying your name wrong, please let me know. Because, again, mm. as we've established... Cannot read. Can't read. Is that Can't having a stroke around here? That's why I'm an artist. <laughs> Me! I'm having a stroke as well, Connor. It's okay. I, wanted fe- I wanted you to feel included. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he gave me a sympathy. Yeah. Uh, a sympathy stroke. Anyway. Uh, oh, no. If anyone would like to support the show, you can join everyone over on Patreon. You can go to the website that we mentioned earlier, heroesforhire.ie. The merch store is heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. That's all linked in the description. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is a number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell how many human beings that we exist, Connor. Jesus, just a one, Sean. Just a one. one. For, for God's sake. But I think that's about sake. it. You'll kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it, Connor. <laughs> I've forgotten all of them. I've been shopping. And we shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.